to Gamer's Ledge, the only daily Midwest-based podcast about video games. News, opinions, and reviews about video games every day. Tuesday through Friday, every week of the year, covering the Wii, PlayStation Portable, Xbox 360, PS2, and PS3. And now, here are your hosts, Nakamoto Joe and The Marksman. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. It is Friday, the 2nd of January. I am the Marksman. It's February. <laughs> and I'm Nakamoto Joe. <laughs> I didn't say that it wasn't February. <laughs> it's Groundhog Day, isn't it? Is it really? I think it is. I don't know what that means for us as gamers, but uh, oh, well, it means that two more months. If the groundhog sees a shadow, it means two more months of being a shut-in playing games inside. Well, then I say, see your shadow, small rodent, exactly. and let us prosper. Well, did you have a chance to play anything since yesterday's show? Um, I have not. I've just gotten to play a little bit more of Battle Stations Midway, and um, I'm, I'm plowing through that. But otherwise, no, I have not. Uh, I have not played anything else. Have you? Have you gotten any further on the, uh, or have you completed the um, uh, the staring at the box game? Have you? Have you bought the new one, the expansion uh, I, pack? The, uh, the I. I wanted to extend my gameplay on the original game, so I plunked down the money for the uh, the third expansion, and this one is called uh, The Box Taunts You. Oh. And it's, it has been sitting there uh, taunting me for the last about two and a half hours, and I am about to take a sledgehammer to the box, but not the contents inside. <laughs> you know, because, hey, it's my PS3. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, no, I, I shall be pulling it out as soon as we finish the podcast. I'm supposed to go online and kill some uh, peeps with Neo Sapien from the forum boards as soon as I finish up here, and that shall be done, and there shall be a good time had by all. Yay. Yay. And our topic of discussion today is one I know Joe holds close to his heart. Can there be too much Final Fantasy? Why why don't you start and then and then I'll I'll come in and let you know what I think. <laughs> Okie dokie. Alright. Well, let's see. The easiest way I can tackle this is I can tackle this from a personal opinion and then also from empirical evidence. So let me start with empirical evidence. Empirical evidence that I have seen is that I have at least I would say seven friends who will collect anything Final Fantasy related, no matter what it is, and they are happy and complacent in their lives because they are doing so. It doesn't matter that Final Fantasy 1 and 2 hadn't been released here, they will import the Japanese version to complete their collection of Final Fantasy 1 through 12. Then, when they do the American reissues of those things, then they go out and they purchase them, and they are even more happy because they have a bigger collection. So, empirically, I would say it doesn't seem to matter what Squeenix puts their name on, uh, except for Final Fantasy VII um, Dirge of Cerebus, which people will still pick up to complete their collection, uh, even though it was a total monstrosity of a game. Uh, you know, apparently, from empirical evidence, I would have to say no, there is no such thing as too much Final Fantasy. From a personal opinion... No, there's no no such thing as too much Final Fantasy. I mean, <clears throat> I have I have been playing the games for a very long time. I started with 
uh, the original one that came out on the uh, the Super Nintendo here, uh, and then eventually, I don't remember exactly how I came across it. I would have to say it was probably one of my friends from Brazil that had Final Fantasy VI, and I played the bejesus out of that game, and that was before it was ever released here, and it was amazing. Was that the, so, the six six or is that six? That was the three. that was the six. Oh, okay. The, Right, the six three. It's the same, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. It's the six six six. But um, as far as seven, seven is great, and I know I'm gonna get flamed for this on the boards and get a lot of feedback. Seven was great, but it, it you know the the storyline was pretty convoluted. It was not my favorite. Eight was probably my favorite out of all of them. I like the fact that they they kind of ventured into the sci-fi realm, so to speak. And I thought it was fairly well done. I thought the story was a lot better. Yeah, Squall was a little bit of a whiny crybaby at times. But I thought the overall story was pretty well done for, for a Final Fantasy type game. Um, 9, I, I detested. 10 was great. Uh, 11 was, well, you know, see previous shows for my thoughts on 11 because that could take up quite a while as it is. And 12, I think, is the greatest thing since sliced bread because it's basically 11 offline. So as far as what I think, uh, can there be too much Final Fantasy? I've played Tactics. I've played Tactics Advance. I've played just... I, 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 have, I have played Tobal Number 2 imported from Japan because it was made by Square. I have played Urgeis for hours and hours and hours to unlock the Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> I have played Einhander. I have played Einhander because Square made it. Can there be too much Final Fantasy? No. I say bring on the deluge. We're not going to get sick of it as long as it's mostly quality games, which it is. And that and, and that is where I I disagree. I I I don't think that 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 Square has put out a quality game since um since before Final Fantasy, well, I, I, I take that back because Einhander, I actually enjoyed Einhander quite a bit. However, that's not a Final Fantasy game. Um, as far as Square Final Fantasy role-playing games, uh, they haven't put out anything good since, um, I guess, what I the the American number three, in my opinion, Final Fantasy three or, or Chrono Trigger. Um, those, I. I absolutely detest Final Fantasy number seven. I I think that uh, and and the fact that Square and Enix combined and formed to make super huge mega company. Um, was they haven't they've they've put out crap since then. Everything that they've put out, I think, is just it, it, now. I I can't. My eyes are rolling back into my head over here. I just want you to know. I, I know, I know. Now, I can't comment on 12 because I haven't played 12. I, I bought a copy of 12. Okay, my eyes are not rolling okay, back into I, my head now, anymore. Yeah, I have not. I, I, I bought a copy of 12 with the intention of playing it, and I, I still will. Um, because Final Fantasy 12 is what I had been waiting for Square or Square Enix to put out since... Uh, Final Fantasy 7. After I got done playing Final Fantasy 7, I was like, oh, this this doesn't work for me at all. Um, I, I have a lot of problems with the way 
Square or Square Enix has been handling their Final Fantasy um, franchise since Final Fantasy VII days. Yeah, I understand why people love, love, heart, heart, uh, you know, uh, Final Fantasy VII so much. It, it was it was the same thing that made so many people love Mario when he made the jump from the Super NES to the Nintendo 64. It, it's that going from 2D to 3D, and it's amazing, and it's great and everything, but at the heart of it, it's still just... Oh, woe is me. I'm a I'm a whor I'm a poor unfortunate character and Mother Gaia is dying and the crystals and the eh, whatever. It was horrible. And random encounter battles. Oh my god. Random encounter battles are a thing of the past. Um why why in the world has Square not gone with the Chrono Trigger style of fighting where you can see your opponents ahead of you. If you want to fight them, fight them. If not, go around or go level up or go to the town or do whatever you want to do, but oh my gosh. Um, you know, s 7, 8, 9 um, of those three, oh my gosh. I, I agree with you, Mark. Uh, number 8 was actually really good in my opinion. I still hated the random encounter battles, but the, the the fact that they were willing to step outside of the box and and take these these human characters and give them uh, the the story was cool. I liked the whole uh, what was it Col colleges or what what did they call them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the colleges. No, I, I thought that was a really neat idea. And and the card game. Oh, the card oh. game. <laughs> um, Phenomenal. It was great, but if you ask any Square fanboy out there what they thought of it, they'll be the first ones to tell you, "Oh, it sucked. It was horrible. Worst one of the series." Um, you know. Well, I'm 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 a Square fanboy. I I, I count. I count. Darn it. <laughs> and and I I don't say seven's the best. I say eight's the best. But but yeah. all these things that you're saying, all these things you're saying, they're in twelve. All the things you want are in twelve. And and I will tell you that I sit there and I, I know what's going to happen. People are going to go, wow, you know, this is such a great game. Why doesn't Square make an online RPG like this? <laughs> and then you say, here you are, my friend, Final Fantasy XI. It's exactly like it. Only with people. <laughs> Final Fantasy XI's made of people! <laughs> people! <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but uh, so so can you have too much uh Final Fantasy or too much Square Enix? My opinion would be a resounding yes. Um not until Square and, and like I said I haven't played 12 yet so we may revisit this topic at another time and I may have a complete change of heart, you know, but as of right now as it stands um you know I I played Final Fantasy you know and I'm, I I my I, I enjoyed, I loved Final Fantasy 2, the American Final Fantasy 2 and 3, and Chrono Trigger. Those were my last great fond memories of, of the Final Fantasy franchise. Um, and I think now that Square and Enix have teamed together to form mega super company Squeenix, um, I, I think Enix has pretty much sold the Final Fantasy franchise down the river. Um, where, you know, 10 years ago, Square was like, you will never see a direct sequel to the Final Fantasy franchise. And suddenly, what do you know? You've got 
three different versions of Final Fantasy thirteen, eight hundred different spin-offs of Final Fantasy number seven. Um, you know. Okay, but I have I have to I have to jump in here. Okay. Because the thirteen thing is not sequels. They are different parts of the story being told simultaneously. So you play Final Fantasy thirteen proper, you're gonna get Lightning story, which she's the bad guy of the story. You play Final Fantasy versus thirteen, and you're gonna get um, one of the isolated Good Kingdoms stories. So it's not it's not really like a sequel as much as it is a different tact and a different style of game to match. So I wouldn't necessarily the only sequel that they've ever done, true sequel, is the uh, is the uh, Final Fantasy ten two, which. You know, y- you gotta be able to appreciate Japanese games. It was fun for what it was. I-, I enjoyed it, but, you know, I can easily see how most people would pick this up and go, WTF, yeah. and then put it right back down. Well, it, so it, was, I, it was fan service. I mean, it was it was big-time fan service, I thought. But eh, that's that's just me. I mean, the, the costumes and... Uh, ooh. <laughs> well, what do you think? Can there be too much Final Fantasy? Log on to our forum boards and cast your vote. It'll be on our show notes. And let us know what you think about the Squeenix conglomerate. That'll take us to our first break. When we come back, the news. Who says what's news anyway? It's Poor Mojo's News Show, presenting a daily roundup of things that seemed important. The News Show is the radio version of Poor Mojo's Newswire, the blog where we track down the stories that move us to laugh, cringe, scream, or moan. Monday through Friday, spend ten minutes or so with us as we cover politics, online gaming, comic books, movies, environmental news, the grotesque. Find us online at P-O-O-R-M-O-J-O dot O-R-G. It's Poor Mojo's News Show. 2007, America joins the war against expensive comics by rolling out its most impressive weapon yet, TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com ships comics to military personnel overseas, as well as to everyday Joes in the good old U.S. of A. Every comic magnet board, join the fight and win the war at TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com. First, there was Firefly. Where the hell is my spaceship? Shoot the man, not the horse. a year now, I ain't had nothing to fix my nethers. We're on bottom. Big damn hero, sir. That sounds like science fiction. That's true. Thinking the signal. I'm Wes. It's not and just I'm because Karen. Serenity And we have another interview for you in this show. You're listening to News It's also a home. The Firefly Timeline. You're going to need a higher This again. future is all about when things happen. We want our trilogy. Now there's a whole world of new adventures. Would you fight for that right? How come no one's ever there's done it? There's plenty here that would. Probably no one's been desperate enough to Don't try. worry, this guy ain't even I bet we are. Join us at the signal, because the verse just got bigger. www.serenityfirefly.com Well, we owners, speaking on today's topic, Squeenix says no Final Fantasy XI for you. Not because the little machine can't handle it. In a one-on-one interview with Senior Vice President Hiromichi Tanaka, Cubed Cubed, Mm -hmm. 
don't ask me, I didn't write the name, okay. Cube Cube, asked several questions about the future of Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, new Chrono Trigger, as well as why there is no Final Fantasy XI on the Wii. Uh, control issues with the remote were cited as one of the main reasons, but the real reason Tanaka disclosed was that the Wii friend codes make it impossible to deal with other people outside Nintendo's online service. Tanaka went on to say that this very fact is being negotiated with Nintendo right now. So if you've been crossing your fingers, you might keep them crossed a little bit longer. You might get your wish. Also, they said that the chances of a new Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross continuation of the series is pretty much out of the question uh, since there's no team members to be devoted to it. Everybody's working on other things right now. They did say that it is possible that Chrono Trigger could be brought out via Wii Virtual Console, but they have to track down all the original uh, team members who are no longer with Square to secure copyright issues. So I wouldn't hold my breath. Well, but, it, you know, I've I've been... It looks like uh, Squeenix, though, has been romanced quite heavily by, by Nintendo here recently with the uh, amazing success of their uh, Dragon Quest series over there. So, who knows... Something cool could happen. After yesterday's Microsoft beating in the news, it was bad. Um, Yakamoto Joe went to bed a very sad ninja. It's true. Um, when I was asleep, I tossed and I, and I turned and had many a, a fantastical and frightening dream about my my tr about taking my uh, my trusty Vista blade and committing Sudoku or seppuku, yes, on, on Bill Gates' front lawn. Uh, for he had forsaken me with all the bad news that we had yesterday, and I was a very, very sad ninja indeed. When I awoke, however, it was as though he had heard me. Yes, he knew I was, a, he knew I was sad, and the Redman God smiled upon me today. So, without further ado, I bring you my very first aha and haha moments for the day. Uh, first, it must suck to be a British Sony fanboy. Not only have the Limeys and Toddies and Bobbies and Tripe Tanglers over there had to wait longer than everyone else to get their PS3s, but now today Sony has announced that as a special thank you for their patience, they would also be paying more than everyone else as well to get a PS3. Coming in at an astronomical 425 pounds, that's $838 to you and I, uh, for the 60 gig PS3, um, it is 125, it is priced more than 125 pounds more than the US and nearly double uh, the price of what the folks in Japan are paying for theirs. Um, Sony says the high rate of value-added tax, which I guess is 17.5% in the UK, uh, the exchange rate considerations, and Sony having to pay the UK staff higher wages, and the retailers taking a bigger chunk than elsewhere in Europe, are the and, and the generally higher cost of living there, while all cited by Sony as uh, the reasons for the higher price. So take that. Ha-ha! So, so my only question is, how how does it feel now? It feels good. It feels really to, good to make to make a deal with the devil. Oh man, I'd sign twice. <laughs> I'd sell my soul twice. 
Bill, Bill's <laughs> oh, Bill, Bill would collect twice too. Oh, I know, and and you know, I'm I'm okay with that. I my dream and leave and and leave error codes open to be filled in later. <laughs> well, out of the rumor mill, just like Grand Theft Auto Vice City stories had been doing whack-a-mole pop-ups on websites. Two new items for the PSP just did a Groundhog Day on EB Games' website. The remakes of the original Final Fantasy 1 and 2 look like they may very well be headed stateside for the portable for around $39.99 in June and July. We'll let you know when an official announcement is made. Of course, the listings have since disappeared off EB Games' website. Hey, hey, Joe, just what you want, more Final Fantasy. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Play Beyond. After Us and many credible news sources reported that Sony is giving a big thumbs down to dropping the price of the PS3, it would appear we are all going to be dining on some fine crow indeed. Mmm, crow. Although Sony is blaming its up and down profits partly on PlayStation 3 price cuts in Japan, Senior Vice President Takauyuhara... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> said Wednesday that further slashing prices may be in store for the just-launched system. Pricing is among the factors uh, Sony Core is uh, studying as it expects to break even in its money-losing gaming business next fiscal year. He said, stressing that no additional price cuts have been decided yet. We may look at the price as part of our strategy to expand expand the market when the timing is right. Yuhara told reporters at Sony's Tokyo headquarters. I'm looking at my watch, Mr. Yuhara. Mm-hmm. It's time. You know, I, I would have to say if they if they lower the price within three months after launch, uh, I can't say that I would be angry because as an early adopter, this happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. But I would say that I'd be a bit miffed if they didn't do anything for the people that bought it at the full price. I, I think even if, yeah, I don't know. Even if it's just like, hey, you've been registered since day one and online since day one. Here's you know twenty bucks to spend on the online store. I would be like totally like, yeah, that paid for my extra cost. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I well, I thought. Um... Microsoft did something similar to that back when they launched the uh, the 360. I, I thought, or maybe it was the Xbox. I can't remember which, but they. I think it was the Xbox where they had launched it, and um, to compete with the PlayStation 2 uh, and the GameCube, they ended up dropping it by 50 bucks or something, and then they hooked up everybody with. Um, I don't know, maybe it was a copy of Obi-Wan or something. <laughs> In which case, big middle finger to you, Microsoft. <laughs> well, speaking of middle fingers to Microsoft, EA has run a simulation using Madden to determine the outcome of Sunday's Super Bowl. They obviously were using the Xbox 360 for the simulation because the score came out retardedly unrealistic (laughs) with the Colts beating the Bears, assuredly showcasing Microsoft's flawed technology. Of course, yeah, sure, uh uh-huh. I'm sure they were using a 360. (laughs) (laughs) I think they were using a a PlayStation, uh, and... um, 
Why? Because there's plenty of them. And that, as evidenced by my next news story, uh, Sony is not only having problems getting their PS3s off the shelves, but their handheld sibling, the PSP, also had some problems this holiday season, as Sony has released its holiday figures with a little fanfare. Uh, from October 1st through December 31st, the critical Xmas shopping period, Sony shipped a Game Boy Micro-sized 1.7 million PSPs worldwide. That's worldwide, folks, not to one particular location. That's all over the world, 1.7 million PSPs, compared to the 6.2 million that they shipped in the same time frame last Christmas season. Uh, that's an unbelievable fall of 72%. Uh, PSP sales declined due to a decrease in unit sales compared with the same quarter in the previous financial year, is how the uh, snappily titled Consolidated Financial Reports for the third quarter puts puts it. Uh, Sony document, I guess. Uh, the territory breakdown makes particularly sad panda reading for PSP's U.S. fans. Uh, the PSP shipments for quarter three in Japan were 0.9 million compared to 1.4 million in the same period of last year. Europe took in also uh, 0.9 million. Uh, 900,000, guys. 0.9 million, come on. Uh, <laughs> compared to 3.2 million last year, but the real stinker was, in fact, America, previously swallowing up almost 1.7 million PSPs last year at the same time. Uh, this year, Sony saw them ship a mere 100,000 PSPs to the territory. Ouch. Uh, and, 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 ha-ha! There we go. Well, a actually, actually, um, the, I was looking at uh, sales figures, uh -huh. and you know what that, that 100,000 PSPs they sold was 98,474 more than? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I do. The number of zooms. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a grudge match, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to toss a Zune at your PSP and see who wins. Well, of course the Zune. I mean, it'll kill my PSP. <laughs> that thing's a brick! Exactly. <laughs> Nintendo has announced that Pokemon Diamond and Pearl have combined sales in Japan to move through 5 million units in just under three months, making it the fastest-moving Pokemon games ever. The games were, of course, for the DS. Look for that kind of crazy invasion to hit the United States soon. Take that, Yu-Gi-Oh! That's right, you heard me. Just when you thought Yu-Gi-Oh! was going to take over Pokemon, here comes little Pikachu and, and, and Sorizar and, and Saruman and, and Digimon. I have a deep voice and I throw cards. Exactly. Take that. <laughs> You're dead now. It's back to Pokemon. Back to basics. can't all be bad news for Sony today. Uh, the Digital Bits website is reporting that the first official sales figures in the HD DVD versus Blu-ray uh, DVD software war have come in and Blu-ray discs are outselling HD movies over by a uh, two to one margin. Way to go. No, 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 what, no, what, no, what? no. But, if oh, you're going to oh, report it. Uh, report it's, it, correct. It's, it's 
over a two to one margin. It's not just two to one. It's that's right. Over two to one margin. That's right. Uh, the numbers from Nielsen Video Scan show that for every 100 Blu-ray movies sold on January 14th, just 38.35 HD DVD movies were sold. Um, it is likely that the sales of the Blu-ray equipped PS3 console are the main reason for the jump in Blu-ray movie sales. Oh, and also because the movies they're putting out on Blu-ray are cooler than the ones they're putting out on HD DVD. It's true. They suck. The big release last week, Brokeback Mountain on HD DVD. You know what they put out last week on Blu-ray? Saw 3! Okay? How do you compete with that? You don't! Wait, 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 wait. You've got your HD DVD player for your 360, right? Yes, I do. So, did you rush right out and get the Brokeback Mountain? I wish I could quit you, HD DVD player. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) And now the freaking commercials. We'll be back with more news in a minute. Everyone needs a hero. At Tenth Penny, comic book heroes are something we hold dear. With the largest selection of Silver Age heroes in the Omaha Metro... Every hero is protected in a bag and board. Heroes and their comics need to be treated right. We care about comics. Come see our friendly and knowledgeable staff of heroes at 706 North Fort Crook Road in Bellevue, Nebraska, or visit us online at tenthpenny.com. Tenth Penny, where fun is an investment. Do you want Firefly to live? Damn straight. Do you want Serenity to have a sequel? I said yes already. Where's the outstanding issue? At The Signal, we believe that Serenity is worth fighting for. No power in the verse can stop me. If you believe that too, join us. We are not alone. The Signal Podcast. Make The Signal go further. Because we want our trilogy. I'll take three. This is how it is. I want my trilogy. Firefly Technical Manual. Sci-Fi Review. You understand your part in all this? <laughs> You're listening to The Signal. I'm Wes. And I'm Carrie. And we are here to talk about Firefly. www.serenityfirefly.com And we're back. And now, more news. Well, Pandemic, creator of Mercenaries 2, has announced that EA will publish the game during the holiday 2007 season for... Wait for it. Wait for it. Hey, Joe. Yes. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Yeah! For the PS3 only. Curse you. After selling 1 million copies of Flat Out 2 on PS2 and Xbox last year, Flat Out, well, we'll call it Flat Out 2.5, more or less, was announced today for the Xbox 360 console and will ship sometime in June. Improvements to the Burnout-esque series include 12 cars on screen simultaneously, ooh, instead of only 8, uh, 5 new single-player modes, and 2 additions for multiplayer 
playable across Xbox Live, of course. Um, and for all you techies out there, there's also over 8,000 dynamic objects per track, up from 5,000. Ooh. And, as you'd expect from all Xbox 360 games these days, downloadable content will arrive after the game launches. Play Beyond. To counter anything bad Joe could possibly say about my beloved pet, the PS3, GamePro has given me the armor I need to keep myself warm through the deluge of insults hurled in the general direction of the PS3. They have done a five-page analysis of the big three consoles and declared the PS3 the hands-down winner. They said about the 360, yes, they have the largest first-party game coming out, and Halo 3 will sell like hotcakes, but after Gears of War... Beyond that, it's slim pickings for the rest of next year. Booyah! Yeah, but how seriously can you take GamePro Magazine? I mean, come on, it's GamePro Magazine. That's just me, though. Um, well, Booyah! Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, in today's video game movie news, and, and like I was telling Mark here before the show, I don't know how it is, but we seem to somehow, well, I seem to somehow manage Uwe Bull at least once a show, and so uh, to make good on that... Uh, it's unhealthy, folks. <laughs> unhealthy. <laughs> In today's video game movie news, um, the one step above an Uwe movie, uh, Dead or Alive, has been leaked onto Google and has been there since January 7th. Um directed by Corey Yuen uh, from Transporter and uh, Dragons Forever fame. The PG-13 rated film stars Jamie Presley of My Name is Earl, Ringmaster, and my personal favorite, Poison Ivy 3, Rawr, uh, <laughs> and a couple other people. Um, the film runs in at almost 83 minutes, uh, and it follows a group of fighters invited to compete in the exclusive DOA fighting tournament and features an assortment of familiar faces from the game, um, including Kasumi, Christy, Helena, uh, Zach, Tina, and Bass. However, they don't look like any of them, and I just saw that the video has been pulled off of Google, I guess. It was there, and now it's gone. So, geez, now you have to pay for the movie. Well, in related news, if you, do you have a penchant for spending money? Oh, yeah. D DOA is your favorite game? Oh, no. Yes. Would you like nothing better than to get Kasumi Ayane or Hitomi in your pants? Well, if you open a Japanese bank account, you can get a 10th anniversary dead or alive credit card and carry those lovely ladies wherever you go. What? What Did you think I meant something else, Joe? <laughs> I... You dirty baka. It would, uh, it would appear that Capcom's latest sci-fi bug shooter is, well, uh, buggy. Uh, the publisher today announced that it will release an update for Lost Planet Extreme Condition for the 360 that fixes bugs and adds some multiplayer features on March 9th. Uh, the update doesn't add any substantial changes to the multiplayer game, just some minor tweaks to the presentation. Uh, among them are the addition of icons indicating who is speaking in Team Elimination, post-grab and fugitive modes, uh, flags and pre-game lobbies indicating the origins of everyone in the game, and icons displaying gamers' connection strengths. Capcom is also addressing several bugs, including problems stemming from lag and an exploit with uh, reloading guns and a couple others. 
Well, Japanese console sales for the week of January 22nd through the 28th are in, and Joe, guess what's on top? Uh, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. It's not a DS game. Oh, well, then I don't know. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Booyah! Really? For the PS2. Yep. Wow. And in, uh, there's actually, uh, if you look at the list, I think uh, number six was also not a DS game, and number nine was also not a DS game. The rest were all DS games. <laughs> <laughs> And in other Japanese gaming news, Famitsu scores Virtual Fighter a 35 out of 40 for the PS3, which is amazingly high for Famitsu. Uh, and Squeenix has announced that there are half a million paying subscribers worldwide across all platforms for Final Fantasy XI. No breakdown of what platform demographics were, but oh, okay. there's there's your number, half a million. That's actually pretty respectable, too, considering, you know, considering what else is out there. Um... That's actually pretty darn high. Um, hey, fatties, listen up. Richard Simmons says so. Uh, turns out games are actually good for you. Uh, Konami and the West Virginia Games for Health Project have revealed the results of a clinical study into exer gaming, is what they're calling it, using Dance Dance Revolution, indicating that regular use of the game improves arterial, arterial function in overweight children. The 24-week at-home clinical study conducted by West Virginia University and the West Virginia Public Employees Insurance Agency um, required participants to play the game for five days per week for at least 30 minutes and to record their activity while uh, the West Virginia uh, University uh, monitored several health indicators over the course of the study, including... Weight, blood pressure, body mass index, arterial function, fitness levels, and attitudes towards exercise. The researchers found that although not all the children lost weight, the majority did not gain weight either, while experiencing improvements in their aerobic capacity, blood vessel function, and overall fitness level. Just as significantly, their attitudes towards exercise improved, as did their self-esteem. Aww. Expect the laws from the Congress people to start pouring through the doors next week. Indeed. You will play DDR, <laughs> and you will like it. <laughs> Talk about a blast from the past. Anyone besides Joe and I remember Flashback, The Quest for Identity? It was one of the best games to appear on the Super Nintendo and the Genesis and its creator, Paul Cousier, has come out of retirement to begin developing a game for the Wii. Look forward to more on this as we have it. I am so excited. Indeed. I'm right there with you. Well, I think that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can do so by emailing us at gamersledge at gmail.com. You can visit us on our forum boards at gamersledge.com. You can contact me at the gamertag Balth, B-A-L-T-H, on the PlayStation 3 network. Or me at uh, Yakamoto Space Joe on the Xbox Live network. And Yakamoto Joe, do you have any Asian words of advice for us as we take today's show out. Uh, a sage piece of advice, yes. A man with one watch knows what time it is. A man with two watches is never quite sure. Good night, kids. Well, <laughs> well, we always know what time it is. It's time for good games. And since there's no review today, we'll have a mashup for you. Show Links in the show notes. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. 